Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where we have an actual angry voicemail from an entitled Karen who just expects OP to give her his property. Our next Reddit post is from that guy Sizagi. I was having a great morning with my wife and kids when my neighbor texted me. We have never spoken in the six or seven years that we've lived here, and she's always given me and my family dirty looks. This never bothered me, but it always bothered my wife. We never knew why she did this, but today we found out. Side note, her husband seems like a decent guy who just acts like he's been defeated by his wife. The few times that I've spoken to him, the conversation has always gotten cut short because his wife needed him for something. Anyways, my house is a very long driveway. The driveway leads up a hill to my house at the top. The bottom quarter of the driveway is shared by my two neighbors. They have to drive up the bottom portion of my driveway to get to their garages. My side yard overlooks one neighbor's backyard, while my backyard overlooks the other's backyard. My pool is in my backyard. Here's a text conversation that just took place between me and this Karen. Hey OP, this is Karen, your neighbor. I'm installing a below-ground pool into my backyard, and I had some paperwork drawn up for you to sign. Can you stop by my place tonight at 8pm? Then, one minute later, she sends, Hello, I'm a busy woman and I need to know that you're coming by tonight. Who is this? I told you, your neighbor, Karen. I just need you to stop by and sign the paperwork. It should take less than a minute. What paperwork? What are you talking about? I'm having a pool built in my backyard and I need you to sign some paperwork. The worker said that he couldn't build my pool in the ground because of your driveway or something like that. What does my driveway have to do with anything? If you want to build a pool, go ahead. I don't care. Great. So I'll see you at 8pm to sign the paperwork. No, you're not. I'm not signing any paperwork. I don't know what it's for. And to be honest, I don't really care. I've lived here for years and you've never said more than two words to me. And now you want me to sign some papers? Not gonna happen. Also, what does my driveway have to do with your pool? Don't be selfish. You have a pool with a waterfall for your kids. But you want to stop me from having a pool for mine? Stop being a selfish prick. I'll see you at 8. WTF? Who even are you? I'm done with this conversation. Goodbye. I don't think so. I need your driveway to build my pool. Why do you need such a big driveway anyway? You can park on the street and walk up to your house. Stop being selfish. I need this pool for my kids. Wait, are you seriously asking me to sign away my driveway? What the actual F is wrong with you? Like I said, you don't need such a big driveway. You're being selfish and wasteful. You can park on the street and walk. It's not a big deal. Lady, you're crazy. I don't even know you. Regardless, did you really think I was going to sign papers that a stranger hands to me without reading them? Don't you dare call me crazy. And we're not strangers, we're neighbors. How did you even get my number? You gave my husband your business card. Don't try to change the subject. You will sign the papers or I will sue you. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Stop it now. And then OP just continues to keep laughing at her. You'll regret this. Are you the neighbor who keeps stealing my Amazon packages? I never stole anything in my life. Well, I have two neighbors. I know the other neighbors pretty well, so I think it's safe to assume that it's the crazy lady who has never said a word to me. Yeah, you've been stealing my packages. F off. Don't you dare speak to me that way. Do you know who my husband is? 
Do you know what he can do to you? If someone delivers a package to my house, then legally it's mine. That's not stealing. Um, no, you're wrong. And your husband seems like a nice guy. I don't think that he would like that you're demanding that I give you my driveway so you can build a pool. You don't need your driveway. Stop being a selfish piece of garbage, you effing baby. If you don't sign, I will effing end you. Yeah, no. What? Yes or no? I'll give you a hint. Two letters. N. O. F you and your family. Your kids are effing mutts who deserve to die. Okay, I'm calling the cops. Goodbye. You're calling the cops? I'm going to call them first and they're going to side with me because I did nothing wrong and you're a piece of garbage. Okay, call them and let's sort this out. I already did. They're going to make you sign and I'm not only going to take your driveway, I'm also going to take your house. You and your mutt kids will be homeless. You messed with the wrong person. Wow, a real classy Karen. My name is Blink, not Karen. What kind of idiot are you? Answer me! And then later on, Opie left his home with his family, and when they got back, the neighbor had blocked off their driveway with traffic cones. Opie moved the cones to block her garage and texted her to let her know. This is the conversation. Hey, I moved your cones. They're in front of your garage. Also, stay away from my family. Those cones are my property. I have you on video touching my property now. If you don't sign, I'll take the video to the police tonight. Oh no, please don't. I will, I swear I will. Oh no. Just give me the driveway and I'll let you keep your house. Oh no, oh no. That's a fair deal, I suggest you take it. Wow, you're so generous. If that's sarcasm, you better stop now. I'm asking you to sign the documents as a courtesy. I can just take the driveway if I wanted to. I don't care. Stay away from my family and my property. The driveway is now mine. If you park on my driveway, you'll be towed. It's almost 8.30. Where are you? What makes you think that I'm just going to give you my driveway? I know the city took some of your property a few years ago, so there's no reason you can't do the same for me. That was a tiny part of my side yard, not my driveway. You know, I spoke to the other neighbors about you today. How's your boyfriend? And then OP explains that he talked to his neighbor about what was happening, and his neighbor said that he heard that she was sneaking around behind her husband's back. Now, admittedly, at this part of the story, I was starting to think, no, this is just too good to be true. Surely, OP has to be making this up, right? (laughs) But amazingly, OP also includes a voicemail from this Karen. I'm calling you one last time to confirm with you that I'm doing the construction on my pool and it will begin on March 1st with or without your signature. It would be better off for everybody if you did sign. So I'm giving you one last chance and I will be home after 7 p.m. tonight. (laughs) You know what my favorite thing about this post is? It's not that Karen expects their neighbor to just give them part of their property. It's not that on top of everything, Karen is cheating on her husband. No, it's that this lady is so insanely selfish that she expects OP to walk over to her house to sign the documents. She's literally trying to steal OP's land and she can't even give him the basic courtesy of walking over to his house and knocking on his door. No, OP has to come to her house on her schedule. This woman just isn't living in the same reality that the rest of us are. Our next Reddit post is from Angian. 
My father has a weird history with food and has a tendency to eat my food. A few instances stand out. First was a time I was in a hospital following a heart procedure and I was in the ICU. My dad was saying me and my mom need to lose weight. I'm 5'3 and 110 pounds. He offered to get me food from a restaurant and I agreed. He came back with two withered salads for me and my mom. The hospital brought me some baked ziti and potatoes while I was getting an x-ray done. He ate my entire plate provided by the hospital and left me a salad with no topping or dressing. Another time, I had a student from work get me a pretty large fruit basket as a thank you gift. My brother and father ate the entire thing without even leaving me a grape. They never asked if they could have any. For my then-boyfriend's birthday, I baked him a pie. My brother and father ate the entire thing while I was getting dressed. During my own birthdays, he used to ask where I wanted to go and say that he didn't want to go there and would ultimately pick his own favorite place, even though I didn't like any of those places. He sabotaged my engagement party by canceling my reservation at a particular restaurant and changing it to a restaurant that he wanted. These are just the food-related stories. I have plenty more horror stories about my abusive parents. My mom justifies everything my father has ever done and somehow blames me in every instance. OP, that doesn't sound like entitlement. That sounds like narcissism. How can someone be so self-absorbed that they won't let their own child go to the restaurant that they want on their birthday? Let me guess, he also ordered the birthday cake flavor that he wanted to eat? Our next Reddit post is from Dashing Madison. I recently had an emergency appendectomy and recovery has been slow. I had to stop exercising and even worse than that, I had to stop coaching in the kids sports program that I'm involved with. This experience made me step back and realize that I really built my whole identity around being active and healthy. So the hit that my physical abilities took as a result of being sick and the healing process have made me feel lost. I've been working to regain the joy that I used to experience from exercise without thinking, oh, you used to be so much faster than this, or your technique used to be so much stronger or you don't fit in anymore, or whatever else, and just enjoy myself regardless of the level that I'm at. But, ironically, the anxiety about not being able to do what I used to do has made regaining those abilities difficult. It made me self-conscious about exercising in public spaces, but I was starting to finally get over it as friends convinced me the source of my concerns were all in my head. There's no way to get back to it other than training, so despite the anxiety, I started running again as soon as the doctors approved it. I went to the local track and just did a few slow laps each morning, building up speed every few days. And I've only just been authorized to add sprints and bodyweight strength training to the mix. Occasionally there were other people at the track, but I didn't really notice because I run with headphones on and try to zone out in these lighter sessions. But little did I know, my friends were wrong. It was not all in my head. I was being watched, and more than that, I was being judged. Being judged was my absolute worst level nightmare at this stage of my training. On Friday, I was setting up for practice at a kid's program and the head coach asked me to his office because a parent had a complaint. A parent who I didn't know too well, Karen, was also there and he said that she had specific complaints about me. The meeting almost didn't happen because of Karen's initial refusal to put a mask on, which is required in our facilities now. But eventually, her desire to tell on me for whatever she thought that she had on me overrode her freedoms to infect everyone. I was a bit nervous, just as anyone would be when they're called to meet their boss over a complaint. But I figured that it was a classic case of, My kid should start more. Or, I know my kid tried out as a midfielder, but I want him or her to switch to defense. 
you know, the typical, oh, your rules don't apply to me type of thing. But instead, I sit down in the office and Karen is playing my boss a video of me running on the track. A video that she filmed from afar. I was horrified, both because no one is ever totally used to seeing themselves on video, and because I was just embarrassed about how slow I was. But more importantly, I was embarrassed because why was this virtual stranger who I'd met maybe four times filming me while I ran at my own private time in a private facility? She then went on to explain that her 8-year-old son, one of the players on my squad, was lapping me in the video and insisted the coaches need to hold themselves to higher athletic standards than the young players if they want to prepare them for the college teams. Again, her son is 8 years old. Apparently, her son would sometimes be running on the track while her older child was practicing on a nearby field. I never noticed because the kid is relatively new and I don't pay much attention to the other people on the track. My boss patiently but firmly explained to Karen that my physical abilities are not the parent's concern, and all personnel are closely managed by the head coaches who understand each unique situation and what's appropriate, and that her son wouldn't be impacted. Karen then went on to say that my being out of shape was probably connected to why I'd been taking so much time off lately. Well, technically yes, that was the reason I was in the hospital, and she complained that having a replacement coach wasn't good for the kids. My boss again reiterated that the head coaches hadn't taken any time off or that I was still one of the most skilled in the area I instruct, so this was not her concern. She asked if there was someone else that he could speak to, but he explained that he was the owner and founder of this program, so no, there was not. I knew my boss was intentionally avoiding saying what had happened to me or even alluding to a health issue to protect my privacy, but I figured that maybe being transparent with her would show her how ridiculous she was being. But when I explained my medical situation, she just turned to the boss and said, Well, maybe you should furlough her until she's healed and bring on a healthy coach in the meantime, because my son needs someone out there who can keep up with him. My boss respected what I was trying to do, but he made it clear that we were not going further with that strategy to avoid setting a precedent of sharing coaches' personal circumstances. The reason why someone takes time off or their health status is not her concern because the program manages that and makes appropriate decisions. She kept kicking up a fuss, but the coach finally told her that he had to get back out in the field and back to her son and everyone else's kids. She started physically leaving, but continued fussing about how she wasn't satisfied and wouldn't be recommending us to other parents. The coach wasn't preparing to leave. The coach stopped her in her tracks to tell her that if she was found to be surveilling or otherwise harassing any staff members again, she would be perma-banned from the program. No games, no practices, no team social events, no presence in our buildings, and no clemency. So that was pretty satisfying. Her son is a good average kid, and I'm glad the consequences were focused on booting her out rather than limiting his opportunities to have fun playing. So then we went out and had a great, happy, safe practice. This was still a pretty upsetting event for me personally though, and I'll never unsee that discouraging video of me running, but it was ultimately reassuring to know that the other staff had my back. Leaving Karen in the dust is just another step on my road to recovery. Alright, so NFL coach Andy Reid took the Kansas City Chiefs to the Super Bowl where his team lost. Now, thanks to this Karen, we know why the Chiefs lost. Because the guy's old and he weighs probably like 250 pounds. And as the head coach of the team, clearly he should be able to outrun Tyreek Hill. The fastest player on his team and probably one of the fastest players in all of the NFL. 
All right. <laughs> I just had to point out how insanely stupid that logic is. But more importantly, can we as a society maybe move past the point of recording other people exercising without their knowledge or consent? That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, check out my Patreon where I publish extra episodes. Also, be sure to follow this podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.